Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to Yvonne Latrell's podcast. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell. Here with me today is Essie. Essie, can you hear me? Yes, I can, young lady. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what the heck I'm doing. I'm all screwed up. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. Take your time. We got a whole hour. You know, I, I, uh, yeah, I thought I was speaking, and then I realized I was muted and um, – <laughs> And I'm like, uh, hello, Essie, and I'm like looking. And <laughs> I told you when you get to that story, days, boy. You know what? <laughs> Keep it up. You know, it's all good. It's all good. I told you, you don't look your age, so you're good. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks. <laughs> So, how was your day today? Uh, my day was good. Thanks for asking. How was yours? Now, that's the Yvonne I, 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 I'm used to hearing. My day was great. My day was great. Oh. I can't complain. No. Okay. Okay, that's Got a awesome. Six family, you know. Snap <laughs> out of it, Yvonne. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need to. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry. Like what the oh my gosh. Okay. I'm I'm together. I'm forget let me pinch myself. Ah yeah, I just pinch myself. Okay, great. I'm back. And other dudes. And other news, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I'm just all over the place, all over the place. Okay, yeah, so in this other news. Um, I've, I've never seen you this uh, in, a, in a long while. What's going on? Huh? I said, what's going on? You, I haven't seen this this side of you in a minute. What's going on? You all right? Uh, yes, I'm I'm okay. I, I can use a drink right now. I can use a drink, but uh, you know what? I I had a Benadryl earlier, so I think um, that's what's going on. It's the Benadryl. I'm just kind of um, out of it. So yeah, you know, I got to blame it on something. So let's blame it on a pill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So I'm doing good, and you're doing good, and um. Any any current events that that you have going on that you want to talk about? Oh yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know if you, you sent it to me. The um, fourteen old boy that um, shot the guy. At his, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to repeat that because your phone um, is going out, so in case anyone did not hear, he's talking about the 14-year-old boy that shot a man who punched his mom at a restaurant. Yeah. Your phone is still going out. Can you hear me? 
Yeah, but you're going in and out. Okay, so while he is trying to get in a better area for reception, I definitely think that that is really crazy because, um, okay, a 14-year-old shooting this guy. I mean, I do understand, like, okay, yeah, that's your mom. You want to protect your mom. But he killed the man. And, yeah, the man definitely did not have no right to be punching on a woman. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, because I feel like the situation could have been – um avoided you know um the the lady she kept on popping off at the mouth and the thing is you know that people are crazy so but no matter what even if somebody is popping off at the mouth you don't you don't go punching anybody i mean like oh my gosh you don't oh i don't even know what to say because like he's punching somebody then he uh gets shot at like it's crazy it's yeah, like, and like you said, can you hear me now? Oh, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it, it is crazy. Like you said, it is crazy. But at the end of the day, people have to learn that it, it's not all right to, to, to feel like you could tell somebody what they can do. You understand what I'm saying? People, like I said mm-hmm. before, People feel like they're not wrong. They're that answer, the final answer, and it's the right answer. Because if she kept talking and not, he had no right to put it in. Wait, 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 your phone. Your phone is going out again. How about now? Um, say something? Hold on. Let me, let me call back into the show. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Right. that's fine. Um, you want me to hang you up? Can you hear me? Yeah. I, um, you never hung up. Did you want me to hang you up or? No. Doc, can you hear me, Doc? Yeah. Okay. I know what it was. It's, it's my headset. I had to um, switch them out. That's what I did. Okay. But, yeah, you... You know, he didn't have the right to put his hands on that woman, regardless of anything, you know. Um, the little boy, he did what he was supposed to. He defended his mom. You know? He defended his mom, now, but he took a life. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you you got to look at it like this, Yvonne. And I tell everybody, you have to careful how you treat people because you don't know how important that person is to somebody else. You know, can you can you imagine somebody jumping on your mother or punching your mother? Did you hear them punches? He punched that woman like she was a straight dude. You right. I saying? mean, yeah, yeah, that is definitely true. You know, and and what's what's even worse, and I'm not even glorifying the fact that he didn't knock out, but he didn't knock out. He didn't even he 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 couldn't even hit that hard to even knock this woman out that he had to resort to hitting her several times in her face. And I think that that what the little boy did, he defended his mom. Now 
This is where the gray area comes in. When the guy walked away, he shouldn't have continued shooting him in his back. But when you're in that situation, you don't know how angry you're going to be, especially your mother. Wait, who, who walked your mother, away? The guy started walking away, and the kid was still shooting him. I didn't see that part. Um, only thing. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. I I seen when he punched the mother. Then after that, I heard the bullets, and then uh, the video that I saw stopped there. Yeah. Then the mother and the son was outside by the car. You know. But they said oh, this guy okay. walked away, turned his back, and they said he shot him in the back. You know. But apparently, the little boy got off. You know, from what I was told in the story, he got off, you know, so. But yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, you, know, you can't just, that's that's crazy, man. You can't just hit people just because you want them to do something you want them to do. Just because you want somebody to shut up, you can't just tell somebody, I'll punch you in your face you say one more thing. Like, how crazy is that? That is crazy to me. Yeah, and he was swearing on his grandmother. Oh, I swear on my grandma. You say something else. Okay, so. Um, you sweared on your grandma. Now, I guess maybe you're somewhere with your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Man. It's crazy. That's, that's, yeah, I know. So I know one thing. Somebody hit my mama like that, boy. Listen, we. Go, <laughs> I'll be doing the interview from the damn prison. I'll right. Stick a phone in there somehow. <laughs> right, right. Oh my god. You know, this is crazy. I mean, and it's but it's still sad because now you know a 14 year old had to take the life of someone. So, um, you know, who knows how that, you know, if it's going to affect him, um, how it will affect him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to affect yeah. them. It's definitely going to do that, you know. There's, there's no way around that, you know, because it affects grown men that go into the military to kill somebody. So, you know, definitely that's going to affect that little boy, you know. Yeah. So, but, you know, I wish him and hope his mother a speedy recovery. I hope that this all blows over, you know, smooth. I hope that a lot of lessons were learned from this, you know. But we'll hear about something else crazy soon, so, you know, who knows, you know. But in other news, news. did you hear about the the, um, Remy Ma and Papu situation where she supposedly allegedly cheated on him and um, he wound up walking up on the guy or catching the guy or something and knocking him out. I was trying to get the full story. But you know, I you know, I don't I don't believe half of the stuff that they put on Facebook. I I gotta do like real deep research where before you could just Google something and just know, okay, I can this is what happened. Now with so much fake news and people lying about people dying and all of this craziness, you know, you don't know what the hell to believe in Right. You know, so but apparently that is true that she supposedly cheated on them, you know. But you know, I'm gonna tell you this: if if it did happen like that, and and he was as good as a man that everybody said he was, or whatever, that man is never gonna be the same. You know, he's wow. never gonna be the same. 
And it's just sad, you know. But that's the era, that's the era we live in. We live in a hookup era. Everybody want to hook up with each other. Everybody wants to commit to anything that they do. You know, they'll find something or they think something that's better. And they will mess around with it, you know, and ruin what they have at the house. Yeah. And also, did you hear about uh, one of the city girls, JT, uh, at the BT at the BET Awards? She threw her phone at her boyfriend. I don't know. Uh, I think his name is Little Uzi or something like that. You know, I can't keep up with these little young kids these days. But um, she <laughs> threw <laughs> she threw her phone at him because, uh, well, allegedly about a seat, but um, everyone else is saying that it was because, I think he was talking to um, Ice Spice or whatever, but if you see the video, you see her throwing the phone and then um, calling him some goopy-ass bitch, and then um, after that she's like, oh, give me my uh, fucking phone back. Okay, well, you shouldn't have threw it. Because you throw a phone at me, I'm throwing it somewhere else. But the, but the thing is, this is the, the the sad thing. This is the BET Awards. And so this is what it turns out to, the BET Awards. I feel like when you have a behavior like that, it should, you know, it should be, um, you, you know, she, she, should, she should be banned. She should not be able to come back to the BET Awards. Like, I mean, this is not no hooded place. You're you're not at the club. I mean, even at the club, you should be able to carry yourself like a decent human being. So I have no idea what is this generation turning out to. Yes, everything that they're doing is acceptable now. You know, nobody, if you speak out on something, you're anti-Semitic or you're being hateful towards a group or whatever, you know, whatever happened to lying, being, you know, being no no longer, you know, a thing where people can do it, you know. It's just like, I don't know, man. This this generation is different, you know. And maybe it ain't for us to understand, you know. Yeah. It's not for us to understand, you know. A lot of things that they do, they don't make no sense, but it makes sense to them, you know. And my thing is they make logic out of it, or they try to make logic out of it. You know, or they try to make logic out of it. You know, I don't, I'm not getting it. You know, but, you know, when are they gonna call things silly now? You know, when are they gonna say, "Oh, that's silly," or, you know, and if you do, you know, people will speak out and say, "Oh, you, you're speaking hateful towards this group or that group," or you know, so I don't know. You know, you can't you can't be yourself anymore. Even comedians can't even joke about certain things anymore. Because if you joke about it, you know, it's you know, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. And speaking of comedians, uh, speaking about uh, the comedians uh, joking about certain things, um, I know we had a, a guest on here, a comedian, and she was talking about a guest. I mean, a joke. Sorry, a joke that DL. Hughley had made about the gay people, about the gay community? Oh, man, yes. I heard about that. I heard about that. I heard about that. Yeah, and um, about, right? yeah, and, uh, and D.L. Hughley has a 
I'm guessing that's his daughter, um, who's gay and married to a, um, a woman. He gave her away at her at her wedding. Yeah. You know, listen, I'm going to tell you this. Regardless of what the child's lifestyle is, you know, you still got to love your child. You know, you got to love them. You know, you, you install as much information into them as possible. You try to guide them as, as far as you can until they became adults. And the decisions that they make after that is on them, you know. You still, as a parent, you care whatever, you know. You might feel a certain way about a certain group, you know. You're like, oh, the game this, the game that. And you find out your child is gay, you know. So now do you become a hypocrite? And, you know, or do you stick to your guns? You know, do you become a hypocrite and support your child? Or or do you just say, you know, this uh, Your phone is going out. <laughs> Hello? Okay, so I'm not sure what's going on. Hold on, I'm going to see his. Phone is acting up. Okay, so he just disconnected. Okay, yes, yeah, so I'm going to wait for him to come back um, because he's definitely having phone issues. I'm not sure what's going on with his with his phone. But, um, okay, so while I'm waiting for him to come back, let me go ahead and do some advertisements. Guys, just bear with me one second. Okay, so although tax season is over, if you are looking for a tax person to deal with, to talk to, and even do your taxes for next year, you guys can look up Tax Resource Center. They have a website. It's www dot tax resource center dot net again that's www dot tax resource center dot net hello yes can you okay. hear me yes I can hear you now sorry about that oh no that's okay um yeah I was saying that you're you're uh, you were having some issues, so I had I did start with the advertisement, and also um, I had sent you a text message. Were you able to receive it, or is your phone just having issues? Yeah, my phone was having issues. Oh. Okay, you didn't get so my message. Can't. It shows that it went through. Um, hold on, let me see. You didn't see it? No, it didn't. Can you no, hear me? it didn't come. Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Hello. Uh, Hello. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, yeah, but I, I didn't know what's receive going on. anything. Yeah, but did you do the um, advertisement? Yeah, well, I mean, I was doing the um, advertisement, but I, I said that I, huh? Essie? Okay, guys, and, okay, so his, 
his phone is still acting up. So, um, okay, back to the advertisements. And I definitely apologize, guys, about this because I have no idea what's going on with with his phone. But I I did do a advertisement about a casting call. William Young, he is doing a video, and he have a casting call. It's going to be June 29th. Okay, and I'm just trying to pull that information up for you guys because I just lost it. Okay, so you guys can just check him out on Instagram. He has an Instagram. It's William underscore Young underscore Forever. Again, that's William underscore Young underscore Forever. And, again, it's a casting call for June 29th at from 12 to 4. But if you go on his Instagram, you guys can see exactly what he is looking for. Um, it's I know he needs, like, six Caucasian men uh, to dress up as an FBI. Um, and he needs another Caucasian, um, but a, a woman, to drive a car and to shoot out the window while driving. And this is for the video. All right. Hello. Can you Hello. hear me? Uh-huh. Yes, I can hear yeah. you. Sound better? Yeah, you do sound better. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's up with these damn iPhones, but they've been acting up. And I know I ain't the only one that's been having problems with mine. Your phone is acting up every time we have the show, so I don't know what the heck is going Stop on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Don't even every do that. Every time. <laughs> it's only when I'm talking to you, though. Huh? <laughs> I said it's only when I'm talking to you, though. Okay, keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, so I was just doing uh, the advertisement, and um, let's see. I had one more advertisement, and that's from Shannon Jones. Uh, If you are looking to travel, this is your sign to travel. Book now at Travel. Gonza, and you guys can contact Shannon Jones, and this is if you're looking for a travel agency. Her number is 754-246-6037. Again, that number is 754-246-6037. And you also can email her at sjtravelgonza at gmail.com. Again, her email address is s jtravelgonza at gmail.com and that's all the advertising I have for today okay so yeah so back to you now and I still okay. didn't get that text I was waiting on that text um it's showing that it went through you better can check you text it phone. again or no um, I checked yeah, both I of them three times. I checked uh, both my phones I told you what it is. It's your phone. I'm telling you. How will it be both of my phones? Your phone was the only one that's been acting up. I don't know. I don't know. Go, can you send it on Facebook? Can you message me on Facebook? Yeah, let me see. I'm going to do it right now. Um, 
Hold on. Hey, what's up with the um? I don't know if I talked about it the last time, but um, and I, and I think I I made mention about the um the submarine. Everybody was talking about the submarine, and I said it's funny how they talk about the submarine to try to cover up certain things like clone meat, and um, yes, that's it. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they talk about the clone meat and everything, but nobody said anything about the kids that are missing in Cleveland. You know, they're talking about, you know, all these kids are missing, and then they're trying to say, oh, that's not true or whatever, you know. But I tell you, every time they do things like this submarine situation, it's always a smoke and mirror situation, you know. So I always right. look for bigger pictures. You know, did you hear anything about the missing kids in Cleveland? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I, I think I sent it to you uh, a couple of days ago. And they were saying how, you know, nobody's talking about it. You know, everybody's talking about this submarine situation, this Titanic thing, and, you know, but, you know, like with everything else, man, it's just smoking mirrors with this whole situation. Right, right. Just, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, yeah, hold on. But... Did you have anything else? Um, as far as the yeah. current events, I huh? No, I think yeah. that was everything. I think. Okay. Cause I'm I'm thinking we should. Uh, you want to bring on the guest? Cause I don't know what's going. On. Yeah, cause this this I don't know what's going on with my phone. The whole screen just went black. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. I don't yeah. Know what's let me going on. Yeah. I know what's going on. You need to get another phone. Man, I'm tired of you guys. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> They're yeah, the best. Yeah, you obsessed with them. They're the oh, best. Man. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I did bring on the guests. Okay. Hello, young lady. How are you? Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. That's good. We're happy to have you. Yes. We apologize for the. Yeah. We apologize for the little uh, mayhem that's going on tonight. This is not our norm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm hearing different. (laughs) You hearing different? (laughs) Yes. Well, if you hear a different is he wrong, it's her show. And whatever. <laughs> so, so <laughs> normally we got this stuff going on. I don't know what's up with this phone today, but what we're going to do is uh, we're going to get ahead and start the interview. We're going to start a little early tonight, and that's so that we don't, you know, you don't lose your, your opportunity to get your 30 minutes in. All right. So my awesome. first question to you is, how long have you been actressing? Are you going to introduce me first? Is the first question. Oh, Yolanda, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Miss Yolanda Hernandez. And he wanted, and he wanted to talk about Alzheimer's. <laughs> he wanted to talk about Alzheimer's earlier, so he was talking oh, about himself. So you got to write this stuff down, man. Yolanda, 
<laughs> we have actress Yolanda Hernandez tonight on the show. <laughs> okay, and I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get myself together over here. I was talking about her earlier. Get yourself together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so my Aww. first question is, how long have you been an actress? Well, I've been acting for a while now. I started in middle school, and it kind of stuck with me. So, yeah, I love the art. Okay. So um, what made you do that, you know, at such a young age? What made you become an actress? What made you say that this is something I wanted to do? Um, I have a little art skill, so kind of honing in my skills with that. Um, some art mm-hmm. classes, and of course, once you take the art classes, you get into the drama and the other parts of art. So, I took the theater class and loved it. You meet great mm-hmm. people, and um, yeah, my play started there in theater and middle school. Okay, okay. What type of um, films have you done so far? Oh wow, um, vampire. Action, um, of course, drama, so a little bit of everything. Okay, okay. So, have you been there in the movies as an extra, or were you the main character? Or... Oh, yeah. So, started off as an extra. Definitely, mm-hmm. that's how you can get your foot in the door and network and meet wonderful people, and they can tell you about other projects. Mm-hmm. And then you move from extra to being a feature or a support. So I've been um, all parts at this point. Yep, just wrapped up a um, feature film for a director here in our area in um, the summer. So I'm mm-hmm. excited about what that's going to look like once that's done. Okay. What are there any type of roles that you're looking for right now that you haven't done? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think I'm done with the pre colonial roles. I think I filled my quota <laughs> on that for sure. Um, but definitely um inspiring roles that you're able to play. So the musical that I was in a couple of years ago, I was able to play a um, real-life person, and she was able to come and watch me and give me feedback. Of course, she gave me the five stars, of course. But, you know, just to be able to uh, depict her in a storyline of stories was an honor. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So um, what do you like more? acting in, in film, or are you like the stage? Oh, um, stage, you have the energy, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I guess it depends on your flavor. I guess half and half, I don't have a preference other than I don't think I'm going to do a musical just right yet. It's very um, all-consuming, physical as well. People don't mm-hmm. realize how much physical activities go into the musical part, singing, dancing all at one time. It's it can be a lot. Yeah. Walking upstairs and holding a bag is a lot. So I can imagine singing and dancing. And holding a note and knowing what your partner has to do. So there's a lot going on yeah. for sure. Okay, okay. 
Can you name some movies that you've been in? Yeah. Um, one called, well, no, because it haven't been released yet because of a strike. Okay. So all of that's been yeah. in limbo. You know how post-production is in NDA. So hopefully you get to see me on the big screen coming up soon. Okay. So is there anything that they can look at now or that um, – or all of them because of the strikers, you know. Oh, right before it was COVID. So mm-hmm. that was another element that happened and kind of put a hold on production. And people kind of went into their whole awakening and didn't want to do the projects no more. So it just depends on what the producer and the writer decides to do on a project. Sometimes you don't get it to see it to come to life. But um, those that have... Um, they're out there. You can follow me, um, Rolanda Hernandez, on all social media. You can find those clips out there for sure. Okay. Well, I know you've been a busy woman, you know. We've been talking for a minute, you know, and I know that you're always busy and you're always doing some work. And um, I'm proud of all that you've done and being able to keep your head together with, <laughs> with all the madness, you know. But... um. What production companies have you filmed with or filmed for? Um, Lighthouse, um, definitely up up and down the East Coast, all the way from um, even Nova Scotia in that territory down to Atlanta. So I worked with a couple. Being an extra, you know, you kind of come and go, but you get to see how um, different productions companies work behind the scenes and what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What type of movies would you not perform at? I know you said the colonial, but if somebody said, hey, we Yeah, the colonial yeah. storyline um, with the Aboriginal people of this continent. Um, we were more before the pre-colonial part, and I would like storylines that are um, more on those lines or suspense, mm-hmm. intellectual level up and awakening of the watcher, um, the viewer. That's what I'm down with. Mm-hmm. I'm into those projects for sure. Okay. Um, what do you find hard as an actress to do on set? Um... There have been long days. People don't realize how long a day is, a production day, especially if you have a whole schedule. It can be taxing. So um, definitely self-care is number one, Um, making sure that you're taking care of yourself. And sometimes you're not provided with things, so making sure you have those items. And then remembering your lines and working with your um, castmates, making sure the chemistry is there, making sure you're good with the chemistry. All of that goes into play with that. And that was that was going to be my next <laughs> question. Have you ever forgot your line? And if you did, what did of you course. do? <laughs> of course. And thank <laughs> you for the uh, production assistance that I can say line and they can help me or, um, you know, it could turn into a blooper or you just get stuck with the line that you just can't get for some reason. It happens. Um, but you just practice okay. and after a while it'll stick and you'll be okay, especially with the assistance. They're very vital. <laughs> what's the longest you had to work with from a line? What's the longest I had to work with? 
work on the line. Like you, you forgot the line, and you kept having to go over and over and over oh. because you couldn't get the line to go. <laughs> yeah, passion project of the new um, producer that's coming out, and it was a short uh, film. Um, she's uh, submitting it in for um, film festivals. And it's a short little line, and I could not get it. During the whole thing, I could not get it. And they were like, you know, it ended up being a funny thing that I just can't get that line, and we just had to retake it. But they were patient with me, and we ended up getting it, you know. <laughs> That's why we got mm. the reels, and you can edit. Yep. Okay. Would you ever do a romantic scene? Oh, yes. Actually, you know, I have some people say that they work out for you. Yes, yeah. Actually, okay. no. You set a time with your castmate to kind of see what the chemistry is, and I am so grateful with all of the intimate um, scenes that I have been a part of. The directors have set aside a special time for my castmate and I to kind of connect and make sure that the chemistry is there and we're comfortable, you know, go over boundaries, et cetera, to make the, the scene come alive. Okay. Have you ever had a situation where you got into an argument with somebody on set or y'all just couldn't get along? No, I can't, I can't say that I have. I get along with a lot of people, so, um, but I stick to myself on set. Like I said, it takes a lot. I'm an introvert, so I'm mostly reserving my energy for the character that I'm playing, staying in character, and um, being able to produce once it's time for me to, if they say action. Okay. So would you ever step in, from in front of the camera to behind the camera to become a producer? I've been thinking about writing, actually, my story. Definitely been told multiple times I need to write a book. So um, I think I want to skip the book and level it up and do a movie. Um, that might be something that I'm really might be interested in producing. Okay, okay. What um what major production company would you want to film for? I'm not sure. Um, of course, you have like Tyler Perry, you know, those that are about my community, I'm interested in partnering, listening to the projects, for sure. Okay. okay. Who's your favorite actor or actress that you want in mind working with in front of the camera? Oh, wow. Of course, the tops, right? We have Denzel, Angela, because um, I watched them growing up, you know, I have my faves. You know, Mo Bear Blues is one of my favorite movies. Um mm-hmm. with Mr. Washington and um Yeah, I just always thought about it. Actually I named my daughter after one of his characters in his movie with uh director Spike Lee. So um very passionate on depicting my culture in the community, the New York, the, you know, whole Brookside feel, Brookstones and all that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever that can produce that, I'm mm-hmm. down with it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, now I got another question because I'm seeing a lot of it on the TV and everything else. 
Would you would okay. you do a nude scene? Would I do a nude scene? Yeah. What? How new we talking? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been watching Tubi. <laughs> They I really done. don't that watch Tubi. I just have my head down oh, okay. with my projects that I've been in. So I haven't really uh, watched the Tubi movies. I need to get on it. I honestly just take a break mm-hmm. and watch and see what's out there now because I know there's some great projects that people have done that um, I would love to take a take a look at. Definitely have a to-do list, mm-hmm. <laughs> a watch list. Do you have one? Okay, okay. Um... Watch on TV. Oh yeah, I, I watch. I, I I look for different ideas of of ways I could go around the story that somebody you know mm-hmm. put together. You know, um, so what's the series I, I watch, watch out Um, I don't know if it's a series, but I look at a lot of stuff that um, Jamal Woodle is in, the one that played mm-hmm. Grady. I watch a lot of his films because he does a lot. Um, Crystal the Doll. I look at a bunch of stuff that she 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 does. You know, um, Down in the Dirty D. You know, that's a series that I do watch. Um, and and there's a the couple of other ones that I can't think of. I didn't hear the genres. The genres. Most of them are, are action. They thriller. Action okay. thriller, um, you know, and that was that was going to be my my question because we don't see too many horror films, you know, and I would and I was going to mm-hmm. ask you, would you ever play in a horror movie? Uh, actually, I was in a vampire movie, so uh, that was something that I always wanted to do because I was into True Blood once that came out. Um, you know, the whole fantasy world. I would yeah, love to play that a was part. A and one of the, yeah, especially with um, a particular series that's back in medieval times that, you know, some people have, you know, the silver locks. I'm not going to say anything in particular, but just putting it out there in the universe, you know. Okay, okay. Do you see yourself? Do you see yourself on daytime TV, like a sitcom or anything? That's a good question. Grew up with living single, so of course, if I could redo that in this in another level up or you know two point I would love to do a project like living single, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Oh, um. Hold on, this the thing closed out on me. I'm sorry about that. How often do you um you practice for a scene? Like um when you film it, how often do you go over your lines? Do you have to does it take a long time or do you really get it? Oh yeah. Definitely um practice and going over your lines, especially if you have help to do it with. Um, but mm-hmm. the storyboarding that directors provide, very helpful because it's just not saying the lines, it's the feeling, it's the emotion, it's the scene, it's the setup, it's what happened before, what's happening after, what's my character doing, you know, in that moment, mm. where are they at in their life journey, you know, all of those variables mm. go into play when you're doing your line. So 
to even play with the line, you know, like it's putty. Um, and then it comes to life once it comes on screen, once the edits are done. It's a beautiful um, phase to watch. Okay, okay. Well, we know after COVID, you know, there was no contact or anything out of like that. So they know they started doing Zoom rehearsals. What do you prefer, the Zoom rehearsals or the in-person rehearsals? I think blocking of both natures is necessary. Because sometimes you can, you know, talk about your text on the Zoom versus having to be in person. That was very helpful with scheduling because I did have to do the musical during the COVID time. Um, mm-hmm. 15 sold out shows, mind you. Yep. So I was excited about that. Okay. But the blocking and the face mask um, during those times where we had the testing helped as well, especially when you are talking about placement and then on stage, you know, you can't do that on Zoom, but so much. So, especially when the set yeah. is built. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Have you ever had a um, a role that you tried out for and you didn't get it? And if you didn't get it, how did you handle that? What advice would you give somebody? Oh, wow. that, you know? that makes me think of my record now. Um, no. That I actually auditioned for? No, I never mm-hmm. not gotten a part. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so my next wow. question is, if you, did, if you got all your parts, if you didn't get a part, how would you handle it? Do you think you would be able uh, to handle it, or do you think you would be a little... Okay. okay. No, go on to the next. You're going to get a lot of no's. I mean, you, you submit. You know, they're going to look for a certain part, a certain feel, a certain texture for the person to feel the character. Nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Just move on. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So if you had to give an acting class in front of a, a large group of people, what advice would you give them as far as the if career that they're about to step into? If I had to give them advice? To a large crowd? Yeah. yeah. If they say, hey, this group want to become actors. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I was just kind of clarifying your question. So I'm hearing you ask if I was to give advice to people trying to get in the industry, what would I tell them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know. It depends on where they're at in their life journey. I think I have a different perspective because I didn't come in it, you know, from Juilliard or all the theater schools that I could have studied at. Um, Mm -hmm. I've always been the background person when doing productions or um, plays, um, film, and to step in front of the camera is a a little bit different for me. Um, I've always been a business consultant, so I have my professional Mm -hmm. side that maintains me. So I don't have, like, mm-hmm. that fear of if I'm going to get it, if I'm not, I'm not going to eat type of struggle that a lot of actors come into it that are young and they're trying to make it. I didn't come into that. You know, it was a challenge to myself for me to even dive into it real deep. Um, mm-hmm. And I said, well, if, you know, Morgan Freeman can do it or Samuel Jackson can do it when they're older, then if that's my journey, then so be it. No pressure. It's just my passion project, and if I can make somebody's um, vision come to life, 
Um, I'm honored to do it, and let's see if we can make some magic. Okay. So do you do you ever get nervous when you step in front of a producer to try out for a scene, or it's just become a, a of second nature to you? Of okay. course, I suffer from anxiety, so it's a lot of preparation when you say going <laughs> over lines. You know, you're eliminating mm-hmm. all the things that could come in your mind whenever you are in front of um, a panel of people or just the director and the writer mm-hmm. and a camera, and you don't know who's on the other side of that whenever you're auditioning. So um, definitely ask all your questions to a director whenever you're auditioning, if they can buy, buy that extra information, you know, make that character have texture in it and knock it out. Just mm-hmm. pretend, you know, have a focal point, focus on that. That's how I do it. And talk to that little speck mm-hmm. of dirt that's on the wall, I don't know, behind <laughs> people's heads, I don't know. Um, but just focus on that and talk to that that point, and then it'll be over before you know it. And there are people, too, so... Just have a conversation, be professional, be prepared, have your lines, do it. If you get it, it's definitely for you to get it. If you don't, move on. It's a lesson. You might be a seed in somebody else's mind. You might be a fulfilling something else for somebody. And it's just in that moment, you didn't need to do that, but they had something else for you to do. So it's all in divine timing. Okay. I know some, some producers want you to come along with a monologue do you have a monologue that you have memorized and that you can give that emotion like that character did in that movie? I have so many favorite movies that I can do in the back of my head. You know, like um, everybody can do Color Purple that has watched it, right? You know, you told yeah, yeah. You know, so you can, you can pull from all yeah. of those, but I have a couple in my repertoire that I can pull, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Now I've seen some actors and actresses pull off crying. Could you cry in a in a blink of an eye? And if so, how do you bring yourself to that place? It's a place you have to tap in when you know that's gonna bring that emotion. And you have to know okay. that about yourself. It's about self discovery of what moments can you tap into that particular emotion that will bring mm-hmm. tears to your eyes on demand. And then practice tapping into what that feeling is and lessen that experience. That that's how okay. I end up doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you um when you're acting, do you ever go away? And if so, how long are you away from home? And does that affect your personal life? Um, scheduling becomes a problem. So what I've done since acting is not the only thing I do. I've come up with a lifestyle schedule that I like, and then I just plan around projects around where I want to be. And if it's going to be off-site or on-site um, out the country, then I can plan accordingly to what I got going on to fit it in for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very important because you burn out. Yeah, okay, okay. Now, I know that um, I've seen a lot of people on set get into a a moment where they do a blooper and they start Mm -hmm. laughing and can't control themselves. (laughs) Have you ever caught this over that situation where you just couldn't stop laughing? You just, you know. Yes, and you just going to have to just let it play out because it's no worse 
than when you're trying to stop laughing in an inappropriate time that you laugh so hard and you're just going to have to let it out. Yeah, you're just going to have to let it pass, get the, get the staff, get the mic man involved in it, just take a break because it might be something that's needed and then tap back in. Okay, Emotions okay. is a lot. It's, it's draining. It's a lot of energy work. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Especially when you have to tap into something that, you know, normally isn't you, that, that, that does become, that becomes draining, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever worked with a producer and you said to yourself, y'all will never work with him or her again? And you don't have to give a yes. name. But have you? Yes. Okay. I have, and before we even got there, I said, you know what, I'm good. Then you have to you have to then decide, is all money good money, and you have to understand what that means to you at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. And in regards to safety, too, because as a woman, right, that's going to look a little bit different mm-hmm. for me when people start acting yeah. interesting. <laughs> that's the way to put it. <laughs> so... How do you turn them down? If they do approach you again and say, hey, listen, we got the perfect, you know, how do you turn them down? Or you don't want to say that, so if they hear you turn them, they'll know you turn them down. Oh, no, I'm a straight shooter. No, no, I have a extreme side eye with your practices, and I um, thank you, but no thanks. I I wish you well. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is what are your what family doesn't align, think about? You decline. Is that what they say? <laughs> what what doesn't align yeah. you decline? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> what does your family you know, what do your family think about you acting? Are they supportive or you know? Supportive for what they know. I've kind of kept my projects quiet until I can actually um, launch fully and show my catalog of all the projects that I've done and that are in post-production. Mm-hmm. But I really um, haven't told anybody yet. It's just something that I want to have for myself to do. And if something comes up mm-hmm. of it or, you know, they Google me and find something with my name on it, then, you know, they're going to be like, oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a little thing that I did. <laughs> just a little something okay. that I did. You know, okay. you Google me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key now, everybody. You Google me, you know. Yeah, so, um, why Google can, me? So what can we expect from you in the future? Um, definitely writing my life story, taking my time, um, restructuring my personal life. Um, I'm also a founder of an upcoming tech company. So that's been taking up most of my time and getting that structured out Mm -hmm. so then I can know which projects that I can be open to receive and make to come, come to life. I'm excited about what's coming. But with everything going on in the world, it's kind of like, Let's just see what's happening. You know, I'm not pressured into doing any more projects or signing up for anything, um, auditioning for anything right now. Let's just see what the world is going to do. 2024 is looking mighty interesting. And right now we might need to be working about survival. You know, it's a lot of things you need to take in consideration once, you know, time progresses. It's, It's getting interesting. I don't know how far your podcast goes with interesting topics, but 
is definitely um we dealing with a whole fiction movie out here for sure. What they say? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, true stranger than fiction. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we listen. We get open on this show. We <laughs> we talk about a lot of stuff, you know. So don't feel, you know, don't be, ever be shy to speak your mind on this show, you know. So my, oh, okay. my question is. How can if I was a, this is my last question? If we had a producer listening right now and they wanted to hire you for production, what is your um, contact information? How can they reach out to you? Oh, awesome! You can reach me at any social media platform at Empress Rolanda. That's E M P R E S S. R-O-L-O-N-D-A on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And just DM me. Looking forward to working with you. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate you so much, Alana, yes. for coming on the show. We apologize for the technical difficulty, but we got no through it. No worries about that. And I apologize no for that. I'm going to listen next time if you have some difficulties because I'm hearing, you know, we might need to get 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 a phone, but (laughs) we're going to work that out with you. We're going to work that out with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So um, we thank you for coming on the show again. And um, we're going to turn it over, back over to Yvonne. Oh, thank you okay, so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, yes. And we would love to have you back whenever you want to come back. Oh, thank you. I'd love to come back. Just let me know. Okay, sure will. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our show again That was Rolanda Hernandez, and that does it for us. And tune in in a week, and we will be back. We won't be here Saturday or next Tuesday. We'll be back. um, I don't even know what Saturday um, that is. (laughs) But um, just tune in for our next episode. Um, Follow us on social media to stay in contact with everything we have going on. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.